1: Welcome, brothers, to Season 2, Show 9 of the Brothers Journey Show. The signpost for today reads, The Seven Rules of Engagement, specifically as you engage in your daily battle along your journey. Understand, I'm not suggesting we are in constant battle or warfare because you serve a God of peace, and when your life comes closer to alignment, you will find that peace. I was always starting out giving honor to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, loving wife Rita, and you brothers for traveling along this journey. I thank you for your time and attention. Our scripture reference today, 2 Corinthians ten three and 5 reads, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. It's important to be able to win the fight so you can get back to your place of peace. Your God is a God of peace. I believe you don't have to have struggle and I thank God he makes me lie down in the green pastures and he restores my soul. To God be the glory to know he knows what's best for me when I need it the most. Brothers, don't fight the move when God puts you in a place of peace. You know, when it's like the phone's not ringing, people not asking you for things, you know, you need to take advantage of that silence. But when you are in the valley and have to lace up the Thames and get about it, you know, when you have come out swinging, now you got to talk about a game plan. So the signpost for today, we dive into the discussion about the rules of engagement when we must go to battle. Note, most people don't follow the rules. As we used to say in the, in the Air Force, flexibility is the key to air power. You have to be able to stick and move depending on how your opponent comes at you. So the best battle strategy is to be ready so you don't have to get ready. Brother Steve will share a few strategies to help you be ready or as we're discussing today, the rules of engagement. So God set the rules of engagement for spiritual warfare. Everything begins and ends with him. So it's only natural that you follow his rules when you are engaged in any type of conflict. Once you understand, warfare becomes a part of your journey. Warfare is real on two levels, the natural and the spiritual. Knowing how to fight on both levels is crucial for next level living. You must rely on God, on the God inside you to prepare you for your next battle. The rules are different when it comes to spiritual attacks. And don't get me wrong, the evil one is and can also show up in your natural attacks as well. You can get hit in your finances, for example, that will cause you to have to deploy a different strategy than it were if you were hit on a spiritual level although you need guidance into this battle and the best guidance is and always will be the holy spirit which now makes this a spiritual battle in other words you are going to deploy your warring angels and you have to also follow their plan combined with a financial strategy to invest save reduce your spending get out of debt fight it with some financial knowledge When you are engaged in warfare that comes from the evil one, and even greater when the evil one uses someone in your inner circle, you have to depend on the grace given to you by God. The many weapons of your warfare can and will defeat the enemy if you stand by faith and believe in God's protection, His grace, and mercy. The intensity of this fight can be difficult because you may be involved because of the weakness in your flesh, which is the reason you're in a battle in the first place, and if you do not stand strong, you can easily slip back into the into the flesh at any given time during this battle. How many times during the battle do you doubt yourself or even find yourself doubting God? You wonder if he's going to come through this time. Your faith will waver. That is why you need a plan of attack so you can keep your mind focused forward. You must know, as scripture informs, your weapons of warfare are not carnal. The battle, most of the time, is held between your ears. The enemy is always coming after your thoughts, dreams, and ideas. He wants to keep your faith wandering. The moment you get locked in, you become dangerous to the enemy, and now you can focus your faith and put a specific demand on the spirit of the living God. This exemplified in the battle, it's exemplified in the battle that we face against temptation and weakness of the mind. One day we are strong walking in the spirit and another day we find ourselves hopelessly weak in the flesh and wide open to temptation. This is why many often lose the war after winning the battle. The war is the whole conflict for the soul that is built into every small battle that you face along your journey. When you relax and think it's over, that's when the next battle starts. The idea is to stay strong through the battle till the war is won, and an enemy is totally defeated in your thinking first, then spiritually. In some cases, this could even take years depending on the type of battle. Some of the battles you are fighting are generational. Things were released upon you because of a decision or action by your forefathers. You are fighting demons and paying for things you had no idea what was going on. But because you are a seed of that generation, the battle is now yours, and you must do all you can to defeat it now and not pass it down any further on your bloodline. Conversely, you are also to improve or create generational blessings that will also run deep in your bloodline. You want to be a blessing for many generations. The goal is to destroy to totally defeat those generational curses then you must release generational blessings down your bloodline by creating an income stream that will run long after you're gone when you seek to grow and do well you'll find yourself in battles not realizing that the war is for your whole existence so your emphasis should be on the battle rather than the war to win the war you must get god to burn up roots and branches Burning branches, problems. Burning branches, problems in your life alone is equivalent to only fighting battles. However, when the root problem is dealt with, the war is won. We will not go into burning branches and roots during this episode because it's so important and it really requires a lot of time to get to the understanding. The evidence that the war is won is when there is healing evident. In every sense, that's in your body, in your soul, and your spirit. You must understand, even though you won the battle, and oftentimes the war, the enemies are waiting for the next opening. Though battle may continue on after, and wars will have be won, you can do so from a position of authority and not weakness. Winning by the knowledge of God's plan for your life is key to not giving into the enemy's deception. So keeping God's commandments, you know, walking in the spirit, having faith are all crucial to living. Living in any kind of way will weaken you and expose you to the attacks of the enemy without the protection of God. When you walk in righteousness, the enemy has no power over you. Though the battle may rage and things can get a little worse or out of control, you must understand that winning is going to happen only through your faith in Jesus. No doubt the plan of God is the best battle strategy for spiritual and natural warfare. But to bring an additional perspective, Brother Steve will share a few strategies given to us by two of the history's greatest warriors. The great Shaka Zulu and the great military strategist Sun Tzu. Sun Tzu's art of war is considered one of the best sources of battle strategy. I suggest you put it on your reading list. Sun Tzu said the art of war is governed by seven several constant factors. Today we'll only talk about one, and that's the condition of the battlefield. You can relate this to your daily routine. Sun Tzu used the following areas to strengthen the soldier's perspective of that battlefield. The first one was morale law. He created a culture that causes the people to be in complete agreement with their leaders, regardless of their lives. The soldiers had no fear. They would go into battle regardless the size of the enemy. He used heaven. He developed their mind where they would fight regardless whether it was day or night, cold or hot, no matter the time or the season. They were always ready to go. Earth. The location of the battle didn't matter. Didn't matter about the distance, the soldiers didn't feel any danger or a lack of security. They adopted battle plans for open grounds and narrow passages, regardless of the chances or the, or the possibility of life or death. As we used to say, they were really bowdy-bowdy. And then the commander, you must respect your leaders. They stood for the virtues of wisdom, sincerity, benevolence, courage, and strictness. Sun Tzu taught to fight and conquer in all your battles is not supreme excellence. Supreme excellence consists in breaking the enemy's resistance without fighting. In fact, one of my favorite Sun Tzu quotes is the art, the supreme art of war is to, is to subdue the enemy without fighting. That's heavy. How many boxing matches do you think Mike Tyson won before he entered the ring? Just think, you know, if you're a boxer and you're preparing for your match, one of the things you have to do in warfare is study your opponent. So you watching these fights and you're seeing him just rock these people before one punch, they're gone. So now in your prep, in your press, in your preparation could possibly cause some hesitation because I'm thinking if one of them punches get through, oh my goodness. So in addition, To Sun Tzu, the great warrior Shaka provides some great strategies for warfare as well. Shaka was a revolutionary. He changed the game when it came to battle. Here's our, I'll give you a few of his battle strategies. Shaka would accustom the troops to war condition. He made sure they were always ready. His troops were always training and preparing for war regardless if peace was going on. The idea here is if you stay ready, you won't have to get ready. Shaka also encouraged the leaders that or the soldiers would respect their leaders. One of his rules was the elimination of the class and the privilege. Every warrior earned his position and rank. He put into place a set of governing rules, frameworks, philosophies that everyone must follow, obey as it relates to battle. He started an apprenticeship program where he was able to teach and grow his warriors. He taught his leaders to be empathetic. He made sure to appreciate each warrior and recognize their sacrifice. He was a caring leader who encouraged and was connected emotionally to his warriors. This created loyalty. He listened to the criticism. He was open-minded and allowed the warriors to speak their mind. It eliminated any self-deception. What I take away from Shaka and uh, Sun Tzu is you had to create wise warriors. They followed leadership, but was also able to think for themselves during battle. Just like you're every, you have to do every day when you're in a battle, you know the plan. But what do you do if one of Iron Mike's punches get through and your knees get a little wobbly? Trust me, the enemy will come. And try to get one of those haymakers in from time to time, but you gotta know how to adjust. You might not have time to go to God in prayer. You may need to react right on the spot. The question is, what do you do? So, Brother Steve, you know, there, there there's a brothers, there's a tremendous amount of information on warfare and strategy that you must absorb. As I work to put this together, I find myself, you know, dealing with some attacks myself, but also getting more information on how to create an effective strategy. So the best strategy is that given by God. Even then, you have to be aware of your your opponent and make sure you're following his word as you enter the battle and be sure to keep the war in mind. But no, you have to win the battle before you can address the outcome of the war. So here are seven rules for engagement. Rule number one put on the full armor of God. Once you understand the weapons used against you and the weapons are at your disposal, you'll understand the need to be covered for the entire battle. The word of God tells you us in Ephesians 6, first thing you have to do is stand firm. Put on the belt of truth, belt of truth around your waist. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Make sure your feet are, are ready with the gospel of peace. You have to pick up your shield of faith. You have to put on your helmet of salvation and you must pick up your sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. All of that encompasses putting on that full armor. Step one. Step two or rule two, you must know your opponent. Who are you fighting? Are they fighting you or is this warfare a mere delusion? Step three. Rule three, is this a battle that you should engage? Can you win? What does victory look like? Victory, will will it bring peace or more chaos? Rule four, do I have the right battle plan, the right ammunition? Do I need some help? Rule five, what is the cost of this battle? Do you want to pay it? Brothers, be sure to always count up the cost. Rule six, Will this battle lead to another battle? Or will this lead to me winning the war? I just need to know. Rule seven, don't ever forget that God is fighting for you. And the best strategy is to recognize the weapons and your opponent. God is and will always be your best strategy. All right, good people. We're going to bring this episode to a close. We will continue the journey forward and hang on for the ride to the next level. In closing, I want to encourage you to stay tuned to yourself, your loved ones, and especially God. This is Brother Steve encouraging you to ask for wisdom, seek knowledge, and build understanding. Thank you for your time and attention. Until next time, peace.
0: Thank you for listening to the Brother's Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. I hope you were inspired and encouraged to put in the work for next-level living. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will continue the journey. Tell your homeboys to join the journey to the next level. Until next time, peace, love, and blessings. Brother Steve.